to niche or not to niche? That is the question. Do you know what niching is? We're going to get into it. Let's go. Welcome to Lashy Hour. I'm Lizzie, your host, a retired cocktail waitress now running multiple businesses. My mission is to stop you from playing small and help you build the life that you've been dreaming of by teaching you everything that I've learned. Consider me the lash sister you never knew you needed. Expect lots of tea spilling and martini shaking on all of the juiciest tips, tricks, and industry secrets. Hey babe, happy Friday. Welcome back to Lashy Hour. If you are new, hello, hi, my name is Lizzie. I am your host. Welcome back. Or if you're new, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for spending a little part of your day with me, whether you're listening basically live and it's a Friday, or if you're listening on an off day, whatever it may be, I appreciate you so much. If you don't follow me on Instagram already, it's Lash Sis Lizzie. I am making my comeback on Instagram soon. I've just like been taking a break, you know. I find it so hard to stay consistent on social media because I go through these like lulls of being so uninspired, really falling out of my branding. And it just really stresses me out. And I also just hate being on my cell phone. Like I hate constantly having notifications. I'm really trying better at like not being on my phone in the morning, not being on my phone in the evening. Not, I really want to like take detoxes on weekends as well because I feel like it's so bad for my mental health. But sometimes we need to be online to like stay relevant and stay consistent and inspired. So I like to call it like little bits of market research. But anyways, there's my life story about my Instagram. Welcome. Anyway, how are you doing? What's new with you? I hope that you're enjoying your summer. I mean, as much of the summer as we can get. I can't believe we're almost in September. Oh my goodness. Like life is quite literally flashing before our eyes, but anywho, it doesn't even matter, right? My thing is, is do things in your months to make sure that you do have things to do. Because otherwise, if I don't plan anything, quite literally, it all flashes before me. So I have a vacation coming up in November that's really exciting. I have my brother's wedding coming up in November. It's my birthday in October. In September, we have my partner's birthday. We have our godson's birthday. We have like family time because my mom is in England right now and I haven't seen her in a while. So I do have lots of exciting things coming up and I hope that you do as well. I have two episodes that I'm planning. I'm like trying to plan the rest of basically my first year on the podcast. Isn't that crazy, guys? Like some of you have been here from like my first episode and some of you are kind of like new in my little sisterhood community. I'm pretty sure this is like episode 47, which is crazy. Like I really knew I always wanted to start a podcast because I can talk way longer than Instagram lets me. And I just can't believe that like episode 47 like I have a few episodes basically five episodes until I've been doing this for a whole year and this is the one thing I've been consistent on and I'm so proud of myself so if you are new to the sisterhood community go back to the first episodes because I loaded those with information like I needed to come 
in hot with my information, my expertise. And like I spilled all the tea, I gave all the secrets. So if you're new and you've only listened to a few of these episodes, like I really recommend scrolling back. That's like my own top tip that I do when I find someone's podcast that I absolutely love. I go back to like their first episodes because that's when they're showing up and giving so much because they want to like make their move or create a little like footprint in this industry. So I have so many episodes that cover so many things and I have two episodes coming up that are going to be about branding because I'm in like a brand refresh right now. I am going to refresh my website, refresh my packages for my courses. I'm going to refresh my branding, like all just not complete new colors, not complete new fonts. I just need things like tweaked up a little bit and refined. So that's really exciting. And then the same thing with that. And I feel like when I get a bit more confident and like solidify my branding in that aspect, I think that's going to inspire me to get back on social media. So I have like a bunch of reels that I've created and I basically just need to like edit them, get my captions ready and we're back on. So I'm going to create another episode on basically virality and being consistent on social media because I have a lot of girls who will message me being like I get so discouraged looking at my numbers and so discouraged looking at my views and I want to share my like train of thought and my thought process behind coming back to social media with you and like I've had a few videos that have gone to like 30,000 views so again I wanted to share like my take on how that all works. But anyway, I'm not going to ramble any longer. Like I said, I hope you're enjoying your summer. I hope that you're well. I hope that you're booked and busy. I s- spreading all the positivity for you, babe, all the good energy. I'm sending it your way. So anyway, today's episode, what are we talking about today? Kind of on like the pre-front of branding. So to niche or not to niche? That is the question. Do you know what niching is? We're going to get into it. Let's go. So niching. If you want to niche in something, it means you're narrowing down your audience. You're going to streamline what you're offering so that you aren't going to be for everybody. You're going to be for somebody. So let's give a few examples of niching. So we could take, okay, let's even just take like Lululemon, for instance. They used to be niched down onto like yoga and then they kind of spread their wings a little bit and then they started like coming into like the running market so it was like yoga running fitness apparel and then they broadened even more to lifestyle so now it's like people are wearing their clothes on the everyday they're not just wearing it for yoga but they definitely had to niche down at first and started with yoga then we could take another brand that's like other end of the spectrum which could be, let's take Gucci, for instance. Gucci don't offer discounts. They're like the high-priced, high-end budget. They directly market to their niche customers, which are those people who have a bigger budget to spend. They specialize in fine luxuries, fine leather, high-quality products, and started with bags. If you haven't watched the Gucci movie, it's great. So they started with bags. And then obviously from there, that was their niche that they started with. And then you can kind of expand your brand as you grow, whether that is including smaller pieces that are cheaper to have more variety for a wider audience or having then belts and coats or whatever it may be, you can kind of expand after you've niched because you directly focus on one consumer. 
Again, let's take like a beauty brand, for instance. The difference between like Benefit Cosmetics is very playful, youthful. It can market itself to people who are a little bit younger, who are looking to kind of like get into makeup because it's more like appealing to their eyes. And then you have another product line called Merit, who again, I just learned this yesterday because they just, well, I saw a TikTok and they're releasing eyeshadows. And essentially I was like researching their brand a little bit. And they were talking about how Merit believes that makeup should not be difficult. And they keep it down to like really easy cream-based products that are easy to use. And their slogan is basically like makeup that you can't mess up. And again, like that is a niche audience for people who maybe struggle doing makeup and aren't don't have all the skills they have that they're not professionals they need something easy like a few step routine and they feel great in and then again like again opposite end of the spectrum you have mac makeup who is always very specialized in we are the professionals you are the professionals we create products for artists so if you shop through mac it's because you're a makeup artist and again like These are all different markets, right? You can't have a product line that is for every single person. It just doesn't make sense. So maybe your niche is an age. Maybe your niche is a gender. Maybe your niche is a sexuality. I've seen like LGBTQ brands come out that really focus on their customers being in that category. Then you also have um, interests, hobbies, aesthetics like you could niche in so many different ways and I think it's a great thing to niche and I also think that sometimes niching can put you in a box so let me kind of explain with how niching can be a great thing so like I said your niche will give you your audience this is like your dream or your soulmate client right so everything you do in your business is for your soulmate client And that is going to be your niche. So again, like everything you do, whether that's your color scheme, your fonts, your messaging, the products you're releasing, the price points your products are at, everything you're doing is for your niche so that everything runs like a well-oiled machine. Because if your niche are 16-year-old girls who are looking for fun and color and exciting things and just being youthful, but then your products are dark, moody, high-end budget, those things do not work together and you will not be successful. So even though you may have a niche in mind, you have to make sure that everything in your brand and your business correlates for your niche. I think niching is an amazing thing to do for your business and I think it's a necessary thing for business. I think where the problem lies is if you niche down to too small of a market. So for instance, I've seen like beautiful skin clinics. I get one of my best friends has a Medi Spa and her niche is honestly just like kind of bougie luxury. She's niched down to like acne clients. She did start with laser hair removal and all these things work together. And as her clientele has grown, her business and her niche has been able to expand. So it's worked really well. Her branding is really beautiful. It's clean. 
It appeals to a lot of people. So again, maybe you have that client who's teetering on the edge of your niche and not your niche, but because maybe she has acne and likes beautiful things, she really enjoys coming to that clinic compared to maybe she has acne and somebody niched a little bit too hard and it's all like really bright and colorful in your face. That's too much for them. They prefer like the muted neutral tones. Again, like this is sometimes why having a niche but having it a little bit broader can help bring in even just that person who may not be fully in your niche but teetering on the edge. You can attract those people and kind of like form them into your brand and form them into like a lover of your brand. What do they call those? There's like a... I'll get into that another day. It's like um Apple creates like these like super viral active hype people who are just so obsessed with the product. So like that is what you want to be creating is like people who are absolutely obsessed with your brand, obsessed with you, obsessed with the things that you do because again, like this is just going to continue to build your business. Do you wish your retention was better? You're lacking confidence in your skills and it always seems like everyone else has amazing retention except for you. Maybe you're ready to give up and want to quit. I've been in your exact shoes. I felt the same frustration as you. I never felt good enough. No matter what I did, nothing worked. I'd have my clients message me after a few days telling me all their lashes were falling out. Those clients would never rebook with me. I felt so alone and terrible at my job. Over the last few years, I've invested in my business and learned from the very best and streamlined it into what works and what doesn't. I've tested my own methods, learned how to get the most insane, long-lasting retention even through the hot, humid summer months. And now all of my clients come back every three to four weeks. Secrets don't make friends, and that's why I've taken everything and created a free mini course. The reason it's free is because I believe that this should have been taught to you in the very first class you took. By taking a few minutes out of your day to enroll, you'll be able to take action and implement all the things I can teach you within your next client on your schedule. Your retention is going to change immediately. Head to the link in my bio on Instagram to enroll today. With what you'll learn, your clients will start to come back with amazing, beautiful three to four week retention. You'll have a waiting list of people eager to become your client. You'll become known as the best lash artist in your city with the best retention. I'm so excited for you. Let's get back to the episode. And then on the opposite side, I feel like if you niche too hard, this is kind of where you start to lose things in your business because that group of people could be very small. So you need to be able to scoop up that whole niche to build like a flourishing business. So I find it really sad because I do see this on like social media and I see it on Facebook groups a lot of the time where people are like, I'm just not busy right now. I don't have clients. People are leaving me and all these things. And I always get really sad because like I talk about, like I'm just fully booked all the time. And I truly think it's because I have a niche of like my age demographic, people who are just kind and like to stay on top of trends, but have like clean girl aesthetic, um, like to go to aesthetic places. And just like that is what I've created because that's what I would want to go to myself. But I find that sometimes when people niche down a little bit too hard. So I'll give you two examples of niches that I personally think are like hard to expand with. Number one, I see a lot of like the gothic, moody, I don't even know what that genre or vibe would be called because I'm so not in it, but it's the people who literally like gothic and moody is like the only way I could really describe it. So it's like your brand colors are probably like blacks and dark colors and reds and dark navies and dark purples 
and you're on the edgy side like I just feel personally do we have things in common from if I was just an outsider looking into your brand I don't know if we would because that like I said I don't even know how to generalize that niche because I'm so far removed from that type of niche and vibe that I just don't know if I would have a great time what music is she going to be playing are we going to have things in common or things of interest that we can talk about again like I just don't think that business is for me but somebody else who is also like that who is into like again like it's so hard for me to like know what type of things those people are interested in because I'm so different than that but if those if someone else is in that niche and you see that brand like you are going to feel so connected to it but is that the general public is that the majority of people no so I find that if you want to have that as your branding as your niche you need to come off so strong because you need to find your tribe you need to find your audience and you need to let them know that you are the best person for them to go to because otherwise sometimes again like you just may be missing the mark again like think of like tattoo shops like if I'm going to go get a tattoo am I going to be going to like the scary place that's maybe a little bit intimidating no I want to go to like the girl who does all the cute little fine line tattoos and it's like the vibey studio like it's just completely again different markets so I do feel like that is a hard one to get fully booked on if you don't know how to market yourself get your voice out there and if you're not selling yourself consistently because that niche is very narrow again another narrow niche that I think is hard to expand on Again, I see it a lot and don't shoot me if this is your business. I find that the businesses that do like the extreme mega volume, the more extravagant looks, the more looks that are more on the evening wear, the longer sets, the fuller sets, the darker sets. I find these businesses are also harder to build and harder to get fully booked. Again, this is just market research for me. These are people who are reaching out to me asking for help. These are people who I see on these Facebook groups who are asking for help. I just find again, like that's a very narrow niche because again, a generalized public majority of clients who are looking for lash extensions now especially are looking for clean girl aesthetic they're looking for that everyday look they're looking to have that set that they can put on eyeliner and go out to the bar on a weekend for some cheeky cocktails or go out partying but they're also looking to have that same set be wearable on the daily they want to be able to be looked at as a professional in the workplace they want to be able to go grocery shopping with no makeup on and don't look like They've just done the walk of shame and left someone's house and have gone right to their grocery shopping. So again, that is the majority of clients I find. And again, I think that's why I'm so easily able to be fully booked because that is my style. And then the clients who are doing like the 12 millimeters on the inner corners and doing lengths all the way up to 18 millimeters, like I don't want to tell you that you don't have a good business model because you do have a good business model, but you need to just find your tribe. You need to find those people. Like, where are those girls hanging out? Are they hanging out at the bars? Like, go find them. Leave your business cards. Give the girls the referral cards. Give them loyalty cards. Like, whatever you need to do to build that little narrowed niche. Because again, like, you're not going to be able to expand from that to clean girl aesthetic. It's either one or the other. You can't do both. 
So those are like my two examples of like really narrowed niches that I think are hard to build from. So those people who have a narrowed niche, you need to learn how to sell yourself effectively. You need to learn how to market yourself consistently because those businesses can be so successful and thrive. Like those businesses can do so, so well. You just need to find your people. So I hope this kind of helped you understand whether or not niching is a bad thing or a good thing. I think it's a really amazing thing. Do I think it's easier to build a business in a broad niche? Absolutely. Do I think narrow niches are terrible? No. I think if you have a narrow niche, like go for it. Whether or not it's like you're into crystals, you'll find other girls who are into crystals. There may be people who think the crystals are a little woo-woo and they're not going to come to your business. But I'll tell you, there are girls out there who are definitely into that. And to not do that, like think about all the businesses that there are. Like there are people out there who are exactly like you. If again, like I always talk about that in the sense of if you can build your business around what you would want to go to, as much as yes, we are all unique, you're not the only person with those interests. And you'll find people exactly like you, who are very similar, who have the similar interests, and you'll just start attracting them rather than like trying to prove a concept that you don't know if it exists or not. So anyway, hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope this kind of helped you like reframe maybe if you want to tweak some things in your business as well going forward, like I'm doing with kind of like reframing my business. Again, like you have to start somewhere. If you start with one thing, you can grow and evolve as your business grows and evolves. You don't have to stick yourself in a box and remain in that box. Be a, be a butterfly, be a caterpillar, like spread your wings, flourish, blossom, because that again is what entrepreneurship is all about. I used to really get stuck on like the long-term goal of like my five-year or my 10-year goal. And I would just like overly obsess and hyper fixate on that one thing instead of realizing like, I don't need to worry about that right now. I just need to worry about the steps that I'm taking in this moment that are going to get me there. Because I would like paralyze myself with like, stress and overwhelm and worry about how I'm going to get there instead of just realizing like what are these next few steps I can take whether that's like promoting myself on social media creating some new business cards refining my branding creating some offers and some promotions right now like really put yourself in the power of now and do something that's great for your business either today or for tomorrow so if you don't know where to find me on social media, you can find me at Lash Sis Lizzie on both TikTok and Instagram. If you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe so you never miss another episode. It literally is mind-blowing to me that, again, I'm so terrible on social media right now, but I don't post anything about my new episodes, but I see you girls still listening to it, and that means that you're subscribed, so oh, it means the absolute world to me. If you do love this episode or any other episodes that you've enjoyed, please also share it on your stories. So... Anyways, enjoy the rest of your Friday pre-weekend vibes. Always so much fun. I hope you have the best weekend and I'll see you next Friday at Lashy Hour. Wait, before you go, would you like to win a free 30-minute coaching call with me? What we'll do is we can go over everything that you're struggling with and I'll create a personalized actionable plan with all the strategies and tips to start improving your business and reach a new level of confidence. What you'll need to do to enter this giveaway is take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to, post it to your Instagram story and tag me. I'll be pulling one winner every single month. So good luck.